This is News Radio 1059 WBBM's All Local. Listen and subscribe for Chicago's most up to date news each weekday morning and afternoon. Now, from the WBBM Newsroom, these are the most important news stories from the Chicago area. Our top story, we're standing by for a vote by Chicago's Board of Education that would remove police officers from school buildings and campuses. The board, handpicked by Mayor Johnson, expected to approve a resolution that calls on administrators to develop a new school safety plan that does not include so-called school resource officers. Board members have heard hours of testimony from parents, union reps, and elected leaders, including Northwest Side Alderman Nick Spasato, who said the presence of school resource officers should be left up to local school councils and not be imposed by the word. I was torn about saying this, but I'm going to have to say it right now. And it may offend some of us, but I obviously I really don't care. I'm just telling you all right now, the blood is going to be on your hands. If something happens to some kids or some teacher or some crazy parent in a parking lot at dismissal time. So that's one thing we didn't talk about here that SROs are there helping with dismissal time. I don't know what, what what parents are like on the south side or the west side or the southwest side or the north side, but the northwest side, they are out of control at pickup time. The district has 57 school resource officers now. And the board meeting followed a rally by students and supporters of the plan to phase out school resource officers. The students took over the sidewalk here on Madison Street, some of their signs reading cops out and no cops. SN Day Gatherite with the Chicago Freedom School. So we are here today to demand the removal of student resource officers from the Chicago Public Schools. We are demanding that the money be reinvested and reallocated towards restorative justice tactics that do not criminalize or subject our students to harsh punishment. Some students say they don't feel safe around police officers. One suggested the SRO at her school doesn't engage, trouble or not. Just 39 schools currently have SROs. It's expected they will be gone for the next school year. In the loop, Mike Krauser, News Radio 1059 WBBI. The board's in a recess. When they take a vote, we will let you know. Business owners in Jefferson Park and Albany Park are learning about four recent strong armed robberies in neighbor- their neighborhoods. Police say two men enter businesses and rob them of cash and cigarettes. The most recent happened on Monday night near Edison and Pulaski. Police uh, tell businesses to ensure that existing surveillance cameras are working and recording. An effort to make Cook County's court system more collaborative is getting a closer look by experts. The court experiment started in 2017, designed to give young people a chance to take accountability for a nonviolent offense and keep a clean record, the Restorative Justice Community Court. They call themselves both the Restorative Justice and a Community Court. Unfortunately, our research found that they fall short of both of those things. Naomi Johnson's Director of Research and Program Management at Chicago Appleseed Center for Fair Courts, which evaluated Cook County's experimental program. We observed very minimal community involvement. For one thing, Johnson says it's hard for members of the community to find out when the three courts on the northwest, south, and west sides are meeting. To be honest, even as a researcher, I had a little bit of trouble finding out. The chief judge. Judge's office says in a statement, we appreciate that the Appleseed analysis highlights the low recidivism rate of young people in the restorative justice community courts. Steve Miller, News Radio 1059 WBBM. A tax incentive is welcomed by a 
developer behind a new project in Chinatown. Aurora-based Windfall Group is behind the conversion of the historic WM Hoyt Company warehouse into a commercial center that will feature dining and entertainment options, as well as a grocery store, a luxury hotel, spa, and medical center. The $40.8 million project will be supported through a Cook County Class L property tax incentive that was approved by the Chicago City Council Wednesday. According to the mayor's office, the incentive will reduce the taxes on the property, which is located at 465 West Cermak, by about $15.5 million over its 12-year term. My Martinez, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. The West Dundee has moved closer to its $7 million acquisition of Spring Hill Mall. The Daily Herald says tenants have been told to be out by March 22nd. Coles and a movie theater are the exception. CBS reported last year that West Dundee wanted to turn the property into mixed-use, retail, residential, and entertainment space. Spring Hill Mall straddles Carpentersville and West Dundee. When it comes to reliability of household appliances or repair techs, as older and simpler models tend to perform better than new or high-tech ones. According to data from Yelp, the number of Americans requesting quotes on appliance repair was 58% higher last month than in January 2022. Paul Rohde of Northside Appliance Services says part of the reason is that the quality of household appliances has declined. Because everything's made so cheaply now. Everything that used to be made of metal is now plastic. And the quality of control is not the same as it used to be. Rohde says many modern appliances have computers or other technology which makes them more likely to malfunction or break. He says the fewer high-tech features an appliance has, the more reliable it tends to be. Jim Goodis, News Radio, 105.9 WBBM. Uh, new information from a medical examiner in Oklahoma. It's released autopsy results that confirm that the suspect in the September deadly shootings of a Romeo family died by suicide while fleeing police. The report concludes that 32-year-old Nathaniel Huey Jr. of Streamwood died from a gunshot wound to the head. He was identified as a suspect in the murders of Zoraida Bartolome, her husband, Alberto Rolone, and their two sons, ages 7 and 9. Leaders in Kenosha County have signed off on a fundraising drive by the Sheriff's Department to collect money for a new police dog. Deputy Terry Tiff attended last night's board meeting with his canine partner, Riggs, who's set to retire. He says it's expensive to train and replace retiring canines. $8,000 for a dog, $8,000 for school. Then you have the um, the squads and all the up all the training to keep these dogs certified and up to date. The Sheriff's Office says federal grants it had been used to purchase previous dogs are no longer available, and they'll start raising money from the community next month. Donors will get their own stuffed animal version of Riggs as a thank you. All Local is a production of News Radio 105.9 WBBM, Chicago's news, traffic, and weather station. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app to continue receiving up-to-date news and information.